And we're back. Blowing into the microphone is the worst possible thing you can do. And as usual, this is Life in the Clouds with your hosts, Carlton and Deidre. We are unable to do an intro properly. And uh, during sound check, I mentioned how blowing into a microphone <laughs> is a really bad thing to do. And so what do we do as soon as we hit the record we button? Blow into the microphone. We whistle Duh. right into the microphone. So I appreciate you, ma'am. And all Aww. that you stand for and all that you do. You know, do. I appreciate your accomplishments. Do you appreciate my accomplishments? I do. I thank you all for that. All of them. So You're here welcome. we are after a few weeks so off. Smart. Uh, we are now squarely into summertime. Uh, school having No, we ended. just started summertime. School ended on Friday. How are we squarely in summertime? We're, because it was like 100 degrees today. Well, that's true. So... <laughs> You're right about that. That that equals summertime. Anytime you the temperature, right in. You're right. anytime the temperature's got three digits on it, that is summertime. That's true. And the heat index and the what was the air quality alert? I don't know. It was orange and I don't know. Somebody warning, today. warning. I was like, calm down. I just, it's Monday. Like, calm down. Somebody told me today that uh, the weather in Maryland was gas mask level three. Oh no! With a uh, chance of spontaneous combustion. So. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm not. I was not amused when I went outside to record my little one minute today. Oh. It was not. It was not nice in the no, car. I'm not sorry. nice in the car at all. I'm so sorry. Uh, you know, so. it was less amusing. What? I mean, more amusing. What was less that? Less amusing. More amusing. You decide. What, was it funnier? My long, not funnier. walk to work today because I couldn't find a close parking spot because I had a, a, a doctor's appointment. So that means I was getting to work a little bit later. But not in the sweet spot time where you might get a closer spot. So I was out further in East Jiplip than usual. Longer walk. And it was hot. Mm, and no shuttle. It was shuttle. like 9.45 in the morning. It was hot. No shuttle time? No. Oh, man. And I had to stand outside in the sun waiting for the shuttle. No. <laughs> hot. I would have just sat in my car till the shuttle came. <laughs> Then you missed the shuttle because you're far from the shuttle stop. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying I would have tried to find something. Well. Tried to find a refuge okay. in the solar storm. One of my storm. coworkers, she leaves early and she usually gives me a ride to the car. But, you know, it was kind of, it was warm but coolish and it wasn't too, too bad. But today I said, what time are you leaving? I can't miss my shuttle to my car. <laughs> I said, don't forget me. I said, you ready? An hour before you ready? Don't forget me, okay? And then it was a few minutes before, um. She was supposed to leave. I was like, wait a minute, don't, don't leave me. I just have to use the restroom real fast. Don't leave me. Don't leave me. So, anyway. Yeah. All right. Well, we're back after a couple of weeks. So, I'm sure there's plenty to I've lost to track of time. I know. I know. You didn't even know when the last episode was. It was the end of was. the school year. I didn't. Yeah. I was like, really? Oh, it doesn't feel like that long. But then it does feel longer. I don't know. No, but this school year. Track of time. This school year right here was like the end so I don't know. So to my parents out there who have kids in school, uh, do your kids have this like school year slide that happens? So like we power into the first marking period of yeah. school out of the summer and everybody's like, yeah, school, yes. let's buckle down, Excited. do our work, get things done. Then the second marking period rolls around and it's like we're on a roll yes. and things are happening Happy. and class yes. and homework Go. and projects and that's usually around Christmas time, yes. Thanksgiving, and there's a science project in there because <laughs> kids are in elementary school. Like there's a rhythm to yes, this thing there are and but the, the downside of that is that the rhythm we're seeing in our house is that once we hit after christmas mm, i think more like after year, mlk 
Nah, well, so I'm 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 Round putting, about I'm Valentine's putting the whole Day-ish. I'm putting the whole third and fourth marking periods like there's a a crest point at the end of the second marking period, then the yeah. third marking period is like we're on a downward yes. spiral. You're just tired at that things point. Things are just you things didn't just pace yourself off. You didn't pace yourself. There, there it is. There it is. And so things just started to go off the rails. Uh, academically here in the uh, in the cloudy house. That is correct. And uh, we had to get on stick. And we did. Uh, well, did we, we did. really did. We really. Well, so so <laughs> you have to remember. So we're talking about the two of we? us now. I I think I think they got on daddy stick. Okay. okay I okay. do not think that mommy. Nope. The they, they did not. It didn't rise to the mommy level. Nope. Of of academic they rigor. No. Um, however, they were able to uh, make some adjustments. Good, they, good job for them. They were able to make some adjustments mm-hmm. and were able to solve whatever deficiencies that were happening. Thank you. Especially, particularly in this fourth marking period where everything seemed to oh, go sure. completely haywire. Yes. Oh, and, yeah. But we were able to turn that around into a successful uh, close of mm-hmm. the they did fourth an grade. Good job. Uh, high school freshman year mm-hmm. so yeah uh, kudos to cloudy kids because they were sure. um, able to get it done work we, it out we appreciate them for their hard work Absolutely. because mommy and daddy were uh we're still Not adjusting doing it for them yeah oh no so <laughs> so yeah how about that so Sorry. for our parents also if you are doing your kids homework oh see, shame on see, you. you you need to stop doing that you need to stop doing that let let them hit the wall. If they don't hit the wall now, they're never going to be able to understand yeah, hey, it. Nice. But hey, that's that's just me. Remember, I never point my hands out. I only point my hands in. I let my kids hit the wall. So if I'm terrible, I'll be there. I didn't say you were terrible. No, I, I didn't say, say you did. stepped on a toad. I'm you said somebody don't do heard your homework that and they that. were offended. Like, how dare you? I'm just letting you know, guys, that I will be that guy. Okay, I will be that mean person. So and let your kids hit the wall for the kids that uh, know what to do. And know how to do it, but then decide they don't have a feeling right. to do it right. Yeah, yeah have yeah. your kids putting in the effort, and they still need help. That's that's one thing. But we're we're talking about the kids who just are trying to skate through the system and not right. do especially when much. the system like is bare minimum for them to win. Exactly in a way that's that I don't remember the system being designed for me to win. And they got the internet. We didn't have no stinking internet. Oh I call goodness. it cheating. Oh my to goodness. me, it's That's cheating. The other thing, to yeah. me, the internet is like cheating because it's like the answer is right there for you. You can watch a five minute video on how to do just about anything. That's mm-hmm. cheating. <laughs> it's not cheating. It's utilizing your resources. Efficiency. But I call but it again, efficiency. My point is, I'm like for my children and my godchildren. There is no excuse for you to have a grade lower than a B on your report card with the invention of the internet. No excuse at all. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. You can go get a science project, complete in the package, use your brain and imagination to change it around, turn it in, take some pictures, be done. Really? You don't have to think of anything. (laughs) You don't have to think of anything. All you have to think of is half the idea, and the Google search engine will fill in the rest for you. Come on! And now, now I want to make sure that we're clear here. I'm not saying that that's what you should be doing. I didn't say it was what you should be doing. That's not what I'm saying. I would be doing if I. (laughs) I'm saying. See, see. So now I worked too hard. I'm now you sound like me. Now you sound like me. I worked hard, and I didn't have to. If I had the internet, what? 
anyway. Like I have said many times, anyway. you continue to put <laughs> adult mindset on the children. Adult mindset on the children? Yes, because kids don't think that way. I don't know what. We didn't think that way. Um, we had so entire libraries of books to go through that we could have done the no, exact I same thing. I used to go we just sit next to the smart kid and listen to them talk. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Okay, so we're gonna move on and at least get we're, half of what I'm supposed to get. Ma'am, I'm not trying. I'm just saying, <laughs> ma'am, I'm not. I'm not. I you didn't do that. I cannot with you. You didn't do that. No, because I was a smart kid in class. You didn't so go. No, I'm oh, not, okay. Well, I'm I would have been sitting next to you. I'm not. And I'm you not wouldn't even know I was there. I know how to be a wallflower. Silent. Shh. I just listen to you talk. <laughs> I, I'm a good listener. I cannot with you. <laughs> I'm, I'm done. The one class I I'm didn't done. do that in well was my computer science class in the tenth grade. That was the only class in my whole high school career I think I got to see in. Because I could not pass those tests. Because you had to write the code out by hand. I could. I was like, I don't understand the question. I don't know how to do the nested loop because this does not make sense to me. And we had a very dry teacher. He wasn't helpful. All all high school computer teachers were dry. Like, that was a, requ- that was a requirement. I know it was. I'm just saying, like, I feel like he could have explained it in English. He did explain it in English. In the English for everybody else outside of the computer science field. He he used English. The words that he used were <laughs> in but English. But if I had YouTube during that time, I would be able to understand a nested loop. Anyway, so <laughs> we're moving on to a little segment we like to call What's New With You. And it does not involve nested loops. Oh, it doesn't. So, ma'am, what's new with you? Well, uh, I think the last time... We were on the podcast. We discussed how uh, my house was on the market, and I'm not sure exactly what all that ended with. I think we were at the point where we were like pretty sure we were going to take our house off the market and just be done. So we officially did take our house off the market, and um, woohoo! Yes, you're very excited. Super you excited. You don't have to quote unquote live like a refugee, which I thought was interesting. Because I didn't understand why you would take it to that deep level, right? <laughs> Hyperbole. <laughs> because, you know, having things put away and, you know, clean surfaces, that's not, that's like, that's normal for me. I think I was referring to the fact that at any moment's notice, uh, we would have to run from our home. So that other people could come and walk through our house. Not about the <laughs> things being put away. It was more because uh, literally I could be putting the baby down to bed and my phone will chime and say, someone would like to come see your house in the next 30 hour. minutes. In the next hour. Oh, I'm sorry. In the next hour. Again, hyperbole. That in the is, next that hour. That happened two times. I know. I know. I'm sorry. Uh, more than two times. Oh. Okay. It happened two times during the week and many oh. times on the weekend. Well, that's true. That's true. So that's so fine. You you lived through it. It's over. I have survived. <laughs> slightly yes. shaken, and I'll be okay. You're not the baby, and I will adjust. Yes. So we're just gonna stay here. Keep it moving. Leave it at that. So we got a lot of calls from the other realtor so when you take your house off the market then you are on the withdrawn list and so then that's like 
you know, your free market for telemarketing. The vultures start circling. Real <laughs> realtors. No, they're um, they're working their contact list to get more clients. That makes sense. You know, because obviously we weren't quote unquote we are not satisfied their, with we are our realtor, but that's not list. why. We are not their contact list because we don't know them, nor did we give them our information. No, but you're part of the public pool of people who had their house on the market and now they're off, right? So something didn't work. So they want to come in and fix it. So if they can fix the fact (laughs) that our house is on a hill at no cost to me, I'll put my house back on the market, fix it. Then we can talk. Since that's not going to happen, stop calling. (laughs) A word to any friends (laughs) that we have listening to this podcast that are in the sales field. Yes. Okay. Having been in the sales field myself, one of the things that I hated to do most of all was the cold call. I was not effective at cold calling. And maybe this is my own bias about cold calling that came into play. Mm-hmm. But I find cold calling to be incredibly insulting. Oh, So when you call me and your insulting. desire is to sell me something. Yes. It just doesn't come off well when you when I pick <laughs> up the phone and you're like, hi. This is so and so from blah 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 from team whatever, and I see that your house was just taken off of the market, um, so that's not a good lead in, isn't it? No, I mean sure it's information to tell me mm-hmm. why you're calling me, but first of all I don't want to hear from you. <laughs> if I've taken my house off the market or my my listing has been withdrawn, why do I want to talk to you right now? But ninety percent of people. Or either not satisfied with their previous realtor and are looking or so about to why, interview people. So why do I want to talk to you right now? If I just took yeah. my house off the market, the last person that I want to talk to is another realtor. No, it's not. You, no, you're looking for no. a better one. I'm sorry. I'm talking about Carlton. <laughs> the last person that I want to talk to right now is another realtor. Particularly if you're, um, you just immediately start asking me questions. Oh. Right. Having, again, having been someone who's had to telemarket, having been someone who has been a sales guy who's had to make home calls and Mm -hmm. phone calls and just in-person solicitation, Mm -hmm. you can't just roll up on somebody (laughs) and immediately start scattershotting, hoping that you hit something, right? If you don't take a moment to try and build some rapport, it's not going to work for you. Uh, Now, again, I'm no Tom Hopkins. I'm not... You know, I don't do back, any back, of back. any of that stuff, right? You know, that's not that's not my bag. Mm-hmm. So I understand that when you make a phone call like these folks are doing to us, you know, you've only got a few seconds yep. to try and get some name recognition or at least mm-hmm. drop some, you know, sure. something so that, you know, I'll call you back or mm-hmm. your name will bubble up right. later on when I get ready for it. Mm-hmm. I, I I just wish you wouldn't do that. Gotcha. Because everybody who's called. Um, not a single person has really cared mm-hmm. about my situation, <laughs> but everybody has wanted to tell me mm-hmm. about how great they are yes. and how their team can, yeah. you know, take care around. of my situation or they're mailing us these packages of yes. 
you know, here are all the homes that we've sold, mm -hmm. you know, in the last whatever amount of time. And here mm -hmm. are all the specifications for the homes or or better or best is, well, here's what went wrong with your listing. Yes. Like that was the one that I was like, oh, this one goes in the trash even faster <laughs> than everybody else's. Here's what you did wrong. Oh, well, you know, yeah. I, I looked at your listing and I see that you have this listed and that listed and that listed, mm -hmm. you know. That's great information when I have secured you as my realtor, mm. but you're not, you're not helping me because gotcha. again, my house has been delisted. So mm -hmm. that means that I didn't sell my house. I might've been looking to move. I may have really needed to sell my house and I'm probably not in a good mood about the fact that those things mm. didn't happen. And so for you to just roll in I never, and like I, send me a yeah. mail piece telling me sure. what I did wrong. Mm hmm. Like that's that's not helpful. Yeah. Like it doesn't make me want to sure. you know, contact you. Mm -hmm. Like I said, fastest one into the recycle bin. Sure. There's only been one. I think we've got at least fifteen or twenty. I think there's only been one. Like I read through some of it just to flip through, like there was like a half a piece of useful information. Mm -hmm. Everything else is like the same thing that we Correct, which we already knew. Knew before we went into right. So anyway. So we were not disillusioned with the process. We were not upset with our realtor. We were not like, <laughs> it just wasn't working because we live on a hill. Right. Every And everybody feedback. who came in this house is intimidated to live on a hill. The hill maintenance is too much. Okay. I understand. Sure. And I got tired of hearing it. I'm done. Right. And let me add the most important part. <laughs> I didn't find a house that I liked. Right. I mean, how you know, you went through a bunch of houses. Correct. And even houses that were way more than the house we lived in. That's correct. And we're like, but our house is better. Exactly. And you want more money. Exactly. And I'm not getting anything out of this other than maybe a few more square feet. Correct. Mm -hmm. It was like, why bother? Agreed. So, so that means we're supposed to stay. Yeah. We'll have to make it work. We're here. We're I'm good. sure we'll figure it I'm out. I'm not intimidated by the hill maintenance. No. Because we just don't maintain it. We do maintain I'm it. Joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> Very nice. So what's new with you? What is new with me? I am one really not sure. So let's see. Lots of things you have get happened. get up every day, right? Yeah. So lots of things have happened since we um, had the last episode. But I guess the biggest one, biggest two, um, my birthday rolled around. So back in June. Uh, happy, June, happy, happy birthday. Right there in the middle of June, my birthday rolled around. I turned a while, I entered into uh, the, real, the real 40s. 40s. The real 40s. Your early so 40s. Turning 40 is one thing, but once you've <laughs> gone beyond turning 40, you're in the real 40s. So here I am, just, oh my a, just a super old man now, according to the people at work, mm. and uh, which has been super quite old. humorous oh because, yeah, everybody talks about how, how you know, like old people are and there's like a lot of conversation about you know oh well, when you're in your 40s or when you're in your 50s or when you're in your 60s and I'm like I don't remember ever talking about age as much as I have in oh, really? where I am right now uh, such a huh. such a unique moment hmm. but I guess you know a lot of us are all the same age we have most people are in my age range or a little bit older mm -hmm. um or we got some guys that are kind of close to retirement. Gotcha. 
And so, you know, we're on the, the, the second part sure. of career time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we just had um, a young guy who's like starting his career mm-hmm. um, on that was on the team that's getting ready to in- embark on a new journey. Good for him. And so, you know, that's just kind of the, the realm that mm-hmm. we live in. But it's been it's been interesting. So we got. Nice. That. So anyway, so birthday happened. Then Father's Day happened, which was interesting. We had a nice little picnic yeah. uh, for us. And that was nice. I'm trying to think. There's not a whole lot more going on. What about your bike ride to work? You can tell about your adventure. You oh, know. my God. So <laughs> so I used to bike commute. Like, this is several years ago. And I guess it's really not that long ago. Maybe was four it? years, four years, four or five Maybe. years ago. Um, I used to bike commute in and it's like nine to 12 miles from here to work. And I like it. I like bike commuting, Mm -hmm. but I'm in a different part of the work complex. Mm -hmm. And so my route changed. And so I said, all the difference. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah. One with the route change. I ended up spending a little more time on some kind of back roads, and the so two lane kind, yeah, the two lane so kind of like curvy I'm going back up, roads. I'm going up through a curvy, um, in the woods, hilly, hilly back road situation, and so I rode in on a Friday. I said, okay, I'm going to start off. I'm going to go on a Friday when I don't have any deadlines, and I can just kind of easily meander my way on into work and i left at my normal work time which is super early in the morning right the old dark 30 route and i figured okay it's not gonna be a lot of cars out there should be able to get where i'm going easily and a little uh, bit better right but the challenge was i just didn't realize uh number one uh the amount of hills that i would be hitting (laughs) on the way it was a lot and the fact that i just am not in that shape that I was so long ago. Now the shape part's no big deal because hey, you're not racing, mm-hmm. so if you, you have to get off pace. your bike sure, and sure, walk, sure. it's fine. I'm like it's Friday, it's super early in the morning. Sure. I'm still gonna get to work before eighty percent of the people in my mm-hmm. office. But man, <laughs> it's a lot <laughs> of hills. It, it is a lot yeah, of hills. The back way, I agree. It was a lot of hills getting to work. Yeah. So I got there, um, finally made it, but. It was not without almost getting run over by people who just don't understand that bikes are also vehicles on the road. No. And so <laughs> it's funny. That they didn't watch G.I. Joe. No, they didn't. And so it's funny because going through the back roads, through the woods, up the hills, around the windy curves, everything was fine. Mm-hmm. There was not an issue until I got onto a real road with lights and civilization. Mm-hmm. So I turn out onto this road and I get in the lane so I can make my turn across yes. to go towards work. Mm-hmm. And one guy decides is, is trying to make a turn across traffic. I'm trying to remember how this thing works. So I'm coming down the road. Another guy is coming from the far side. So across yes. traffic out of another parking lot. He wants to make a left and go in the direction that I'm going. Yeah. Another person is coming behind me, but no. he's in the far right mm-hmm. lane. And I'm in the left lane because I'm making a left-hand turn. So he decides that he's not going to be behind me. So he's going to zoom from behind me 
go around me and then dip back in front of me. The guy on the other side of the street decides at that same time, he goes, yeah, I don't want to be behind the bike. So he also zooms out to get into the left lane. So now I'm in the middle of the pincer move between these two vehicles who also didn't see each other. The only oh, thing they was con- they were concerned about the was the guy on the bike. Neither one of them saw the other one coming. So now everybody's slamming on brakes and everybody's beeping their horn. And you're headed and I them. am the guy <laughs> about to get crushed between these two vehicles. And so oh, I just Lord. hit my brake. I get off the bike and... Mm-hmm. I wait for them to figure out what they're going to do because they've got to resolve this because the one guy is now blocking the traffic that's coming towards him. Now, mind you, it's still early in the morning, so there's not a lot of traffic. So they have space to figure this out. But for some reason, they're just not able to figure out how to, like, merge and move. So they're just sitting in the middle of the road. So we're all just right there in the road. And so they finally figure that out. I go behind them, but I turn into the gas station. I don't go down the road yeah. with all with the cars yes. and these two yes. crazy people. And so I go into the gas station. I take a moment to get out of myself. <laughs> and then I just go down the sidewalk. Now, I am an anti-sidewalk biker. Yes. I hate it. I hate However, when people do it. However, you were about but to get But I was not in the mood. Sure. And I couldn't, I couldn't deal. So I mm-hmm. went down the sidewalk a little bit. I found a crosswalk. I went back across and got into the road, <laughs> finished my commute into work, and, uh, you know, went inside and changed the clothes. So that was that was the uh, the commute in on mm-hmm. the way home. Fun, yeah. Friday, so, yeah. Everybody's Friday evening, off work. Friday afternoon, everybody's off oh, work. Oh yeah, getting off early. If you think my road situation was bad on the way oh in, the road situation on the way just... home. And I'm like, I don't even have anybody I can call to come get me because <laughs> I have this gigantic <laughs> bike with me. You know, so oh, no. I said, okay, fine. So I get in the get on my bike and I start riding home. And I'm going and everything is going pretty well until I realized that the hills that I went up on the way back, on the way in, yes. also exist on the way back. Yes. And so now I'm in the curvy part of the woods. Yes. And now there's more traffic. Yes. And I can't just easily go. That's correct. There's because no people shoulder. are like, hey, we need to keep moving. Mm-hmm. So I am like heart beating super fast. Sure. As I'm trying to power my way through these hills and sure. and enjoy the, the, the downhill parts sure. and then having to push. Yeah, through. yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so we get through that and then I get to the major road that I have to cross. Yes. In order to continue home, uh-huh. and I'm like, hmm, I don't want to. This isn't really working <laughs> the way that I thought it would, and I'm going. I don't want to have to cross the street, so I call my wife to just say, "Hey, just thought I'd let you know that I am like right here at the corner of this major road yeah. and that major road, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to figure out how this is going to work." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember, and uh, I said, "Hmm, I wonder who I can call." to save me and so i make the one phone call that i thought would be able to save me because this person has a truck mm. and that person was not home oh, no. and so, so sorry. i had to just suck it up and cross the major roads at the light and continue riding until i said okay hmm probably shouldn't continue on this major road yes because there's lots of traffic 
Bad. And so I said, I'll hit the bike trail for the last part I of know. my ride home. Which is a nice arc and out of the way. Yeah, it was an extra like 20 minutes on my yes. ride for me to take the bike trail. And then part of my bike trail goes past the um, the airport uh, rental car place. So as I'm riding my bike, behind me, I hear uh, sirens. And I happen to turn my, you know, I turn my head back and I see that there's an ambulance coming. Right down behind me and I'm riding so the ambulance zooms by I'm in the right hand lane their cars in the left hand lane and we just you know I just keep going but I can see that further up the road the ambulance has stopped and then I notice that there's a fire truck there as well Ooh. and then um, then I see coming towards them them are some police cars Ooh. and they also swerve around and they're there so they uh-huh. now reduced my two lanes down to one all the cars are starting to divert over as i get closer and i'm like okay well this is dumb so i'm just gonna walk Mm -hmm. so i get off the bike and i start walking and i happen to look over and there's a guy who was riding a bike and he was laying in bushes no no you didn't tell me this yeah i did tell you that i don't recall that's why i was shaking up on friday and how i'm not doing this thing anymore because i talked to the guy it was a shuttle driver and he was like, yeah, I don't know how long this guy had been laying there. He said, because he came by and he just out of the corner of his eye, he saw something like off in the bushes. And he was like, I don't know what that is. So he stopped. And he got out and he said, this guy was just laying there like in the like in the grass. Yeah. And so when I got by the time I got up there, they were getting him up. You know, he didn't have his helmet on anymore. He had he was like bleeding a little <gasps> bit. They were trying to get him onto the stretcher uh-huh. there, but he wasn't, he didn't, either he was just out of it or he didn't want to get on the stretcher. Yeah. I don't know the situation, um, but he didn't, you know, they were loading him up because he was in a, yeah. ba- he was in a bad way. Oh, no. And the shuttle guy was like, yeah, I'm not sure how long he was laying there because I didn't see him fall. When I got there, he was already in the grass. Yeah. So... I'm not really sure what happened. Mm-hmm. And so they, anyway, they were loading him up. So now I'm, you know, on my bike and I'm going around. And that was when I called you because mm-hmm. I was like, hey, you know, a little kind of shaking up. Sure. I'm like riding. My hands yeah. are shaking because I'm thinking like, OK, I just rode through the no shoulder, like sure. wooded path. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, if I had been hit mm-hmm. or I had fallen down into the, mm-hmm. you know, into the kind of bushes on the side, they won't know nobody you. would even have known that I was nope. back there. Um, other than the fact that, of course, you know, I would hope that my phone, <laughs> you know, I would have been able to like call somebody right. or something like that. But here's this guy like, but still, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. just totally knocked out. So, you know, I got home and. I mean, I was fine. Like, I thought I'd be wrecked. Like, you know, my body would be, mm-hmm. pain, you know, hurting or whatever. And that wasn't a problem. But I was really shaken up by that. And it was really freaked. I was really freaked out. Because, I mean, I rode for like a long time. Like, I commuted mm-hmm. for a long time. Never had any mishaps. And here sure. we are, the very first time I go to do it. Mm-hmm. And I almost get the pincer. And then I see the guy that just laid oh, out sure. in the road. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, yeah, I think I'm just gonna stick to the trail. Yeah, and uh, hopefully, Saturday jaunt. Yeah, my little my little ride. So you can do the trail twice. Look at that. Yeah, oh, I know that. No, I'm just saying. You know, oh yeah, round and around. Yeah, so it was good. So anyway, cool. I mean, I enjoyed it. Everybody I got know. a kick out of the fact that I rolled up into work with a bicycle helmet on mm-hmm. and you know my my bike outfit. Yes, you know, nice even though I had brought clothes with me, 
So I changed. I didn't sit around in my bike clothes. Yes, because it's um, very bright red. It was very bright. Red, red, or red. But I wanted to make sure that anybody that That's was out true. there knew With I was reflectors, coming. So, I know. I hear you. So I got my little headlamp and my mm-hmm. my little ref, my little blinky uh, brake light thing. Mm-hmm. And so I made sure that people knew I was out there. Absolutely. So, But it was fun. So that's what's nice. new with me. Um, I both started restarted my bicycle commuting and ended my bicycle commuting uh, all in the same day. Right. So, yay. That's where we are. All right. So we are going to uh, jump into, we're just going to do maybe one or two questions. Sure. Uh, just talk a little bit about marriage because we think marriage is great. We hope you think marriage is great as well. Um, uh, so do we want to start with the up or the down in terms of questions? The up. We're going to start with the up. Okay. So question is, what do you credit your significant other with introducing you to? Mm. Chinese five spice seasoning. What? Mm. <laughs> that, 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 that's no, your, it's that's related to that. It's related <laughs> to that. No, because you were trying to, um, you were in the spice cabinet, and I think our oldest was looking for ginger or something, and you were talking to her about the spices and the five spice Chinese spicy spice thing, and really? I said the spicy spice, <laughs> and I smelled it. I was like, ooh, but no, I were. I was thinking about that because I used to eat Chinese food. Like it was like a thing, like, you know, like as a dinner, like you eat Chinese food, <laughs> but I don't like Chinese food anymore <laughs> because you introduced me to like real Chinese food. Like you cook it and it tastes better than like Chinese food at the store. So you introduced me to authentic mm-hmm. Chinese food. Um, you also introduced me to anime video games um korean drama is it korean drama whatever you watch on yes the, korean, okay, korean korean dramas drama. i'm so like a, i'm trying to see of, where you're um, going here flavors of you know the is that the east or the west eastern cultures um i'm not sure if korean dramas equals eastern culture no i'm just saying anime. that I, it's just like i would not think to do these things what else? That's kind of like saying American mm. culture is soap operas. Well, mm, it's a lot of drama. Telenovelas. It's a lot of drama. <laughs> Even on the quote unquote news. Well, they don't talk about news. But anyway. Ma'am, that's not where we are. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Lazy Lazy Boy Lounge Day. I remember those. Where you just sit around and do nothing. We haven't done that in a long time. But you did introduce me to the concept of lazy boy um rolling towels instead of folding them um putting your socks in the drawer with no mat like not pairing up your socks after you're done just dump them in the drawer um man that's not true yeah that is not true what's not true that's not true. Yes, it is. I match my socks. You do match your socks, but if it's no match, you still just stick them in the thing. Like it's no big deal. Oh, what what else am I supposed to do? You're supposed to hunt down the other sock. But the gnomes or take the throw socks. Throw it away. The gnomes take the socks. What else? I'm trying to think. No comment. Steaming on the gnomes. crabs. I didn't know about that till we met. I think that's it. Anything else? I don't know. Video games, comic books, and comic book series, and like mythical books like The Hobbit. Um, yeah, 
those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Right on. I think a concordance too. I don't think I knew what that was before you. Like a Bible concordance. A Bible concordance. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, I think that's it. Okay. What about you? Yeah, long list like mine. I don't. No, <laughs> no, I do not. <laughs> I actually did not think you would have such a long list. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. After like a thousand twenty-five million years, it wouldn't I, be a long list. I, yes, you've rubbed off. You've influenced me. I see that. I, I don't. I don't know where to go from there. Um, I think for me. So, <laughs> well, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to bring it up as like a list. Like I had mm-hmm. when I when I read the when I read that question, I didn't have like a list of specific things. It was more of a um way of thinking, I guess. So you changed the way I looked at things. Um, you introduced me to a different perspective that I'd never had before. Um, mostly, and I, and I credit that after, after marriage, right? Not so much like as we were dating, Mm. but like after marriage, I, I didn't realize how much I didn't, I'd never really considered the differences between men and women. Mm. And so you introduced me to a lot of different ways of thinking about situations because like I grew up around a lot of dudes, Mm -hmm. even though, you know, we had very strong women in our family. There were just so many boys that the ideas and the thought processes and the ways of being were Mm -hmm. just very male centric. Yeah. And so, um, getting married and being around you and even kind of rolling around through your friend, group yeah um helped me to understand a little bit better um women some women's issues mm-hmm. um and even some patterns of thought mm-hmm. that i hadn't you know hadn't ever really considered mm-hmm. um you also introduced me to hbcus mm-hmm. so that was never anything that was ever on my radar mm-hmm. um, but you were very uh securely connected and wrapped up in the whole fam you thing that's correct um and i spent uh quite a bit of time teasing you about fam yes you did um and then i made my first trip down to fam and realized why uh historically black <laughs> colleges and universities are important um it never really dawned on me um that growing up the way that i did was so very different mm-hmm. like you know, I I think I mentioned it to you before that, you know, I went to school in my classes. There were, you know, we had pockets of uh, black kids in classes. Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, I had some classes where it was like just me um, in terms of being the only black kid in the mm-hmm. class or maybe there oh, were sure. one or two in the class. Yeah. Or, you know, mm-hmm. it might have been me, uh, you know, one or two African-Americans. But then there might have been, you know, someone that was also brown. Sure. But not necessarily, you know, mm-hmm. black. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then you were in that SBI. What is that? Strategic mm-hmm. Business School of Business. School of and Business Industry. And Industry. Excuse me. At 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 FAMU, <laughs> and so they had this thing there called the Forum. Yes. They and did. the Forum mm-hmm. was a meeting of the minds of all the various groups, and everyone had to dress up, 
That's correct. And uh, you had to go there with your questions. That's and correct. And you had to, you know, speak intelligently. You know, all the stuff that you would, yes. you in theory, should normally be doing mm-hmm. because you're a professional or you're at least correct. aspiring to be a professional. Mm-hmm. But I had never been in a room mm-hmm. with, what, 100? Mm. What was at it, more least, or less? But like 300. Yeah, so hundreds sure. of other um black kids mm-hmm. basically mm-hmm. i mean that were all like hyper focused on what they were doing yes on what they wanted to do and so that, i think the one that that i went to they had someone that was there from like nike and some it was a couple other yeah. companies that were mm-hmm. being represented there and then Fortune they were 500 yeah. always mm-hmm. yeah that's what i'm saying so sure. like people came in and then they were like, okay, now you have to ask a question. And so the students were getting up and asking questions. Right. And it wasn't, you know, so do you like where you work <laughs> kind of question? You know, like the question was, no. you know, a very layered, very sure. researched question. Yes. With a very researched and uh, considerate follow-up. Correct. On top of it. And so I left from that like, okay, I get it. <laughs> because... I had never seen that before. Mm. And so that was really eye opening for me, especially growing up the way that I did, mm-hmm. considering, you know, the family structure and sure. background and stuff. We won't dive into too much of that here. But, you know, I understand that people are upwardly mobile. I understand that there are African Americans who, you know, really are hyper focused and are trained and prepared and mm-hmm. professional. Like, I get that. But to be in a room where it was like it it reminded me of being in a room like in corporate America mm-hmm. where you knew everybody in the room was vying for something. Mm-hmm. And so yes. they were trying to one up or just be better than sure. the other person that was in the room. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. But for me, it was a huge thing. Sure. Like I was like, oh, yeah. Like you know, I had that You're moment excited. like, yeah, this is great. Right. Um. Because I can tell you, you know, however many years that we're removed from that moment, mm-hmm. I've not seen yes, that I happen again. Bring it up often. <laughs> I've not <laughs> no, seen in that the happen again. Of, you oh, know, yeah, sure. like I've been in corporations, I've been in boardrooms, I've been mm-hmm. in front of, you know, C-level executives. Mm-hmm. And I, it feels like high school again, sure. where, you know, I'm one of two or, mm-hmm. you know, two of three right. or whatever that happened to be in the room. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is frustrating sometimes. Gotcha. So I remember that moment. So you would be supportive then of your children attending and vying for a spot at an HBCU? I or, still, or do you still have to, you know, consider that, you know? I th- So I'm not against the idea okay. the way that I would have been back then. Okay. I would say now if they came and said that's what they want to do, I would not deride them for it the way that I probably would have, mm-hmm. um, you know, 20 years mm-hmm. ago. Gotcha. Um, but again, experience changes you. Sure. So for everyone, regardless, right, m- married or not, your experiences are what change you. Mm-hmm. And so you've got to get out and experience things for people who have these myopic views mm-hmm. about um, different groups of people different experiences different you know types whatever however Mm -hmm. you want to break it down right if you 
don't get out and travel and you don't mm-hmm. operate in groups that are different than you, right. then you'll have these really, you know, poor views, not necessarily bad. You may not think poorly of them, but you also don't think highly of them because you just don't know anything about it. Or you have these stereotype answers of how one thing is or something else is, and it, it's a bad move, right? You've got to get out there and experience things. Yeah. And we spend a lot of time trying to figure out why something should be excluded without ever actually understanding, mm-hmm. like, what the thing is. Sure. So so I will um, give the fine print on why I selected going to HBCU. And it was not – for me, it wasn't about – um, have an experience having a black quote unquote experience. Um, it wasn't completely, I think subconsciously it was about, um, you know, being surrounded by smart people who look like me. I think subconsciously that was there because similar to your, um, experience in high school, like since I was in elementary school, I was, you know, one of very few African Americans who were in, um, in class, Right. And then you get to the advanced classes and then into the even more advanced classes. There's just less of us. Um, and so subconsciously that I think that was in the back of my mind. But um, the reason why I picked going to Florida A&M, number one, they had a really good business program. Um, number two, they were really focused within the business program and making sure you were employed when you left school which I thought was important. <laughs> um, we were required to do how many internships? Two or three? Three. Three internships while we were there, and they were paid internships. So I, they did a really good job for me of marketing their program, the benefits that you would get out of it, and then what they would do for you as an institution after you put your time and effort into the program, right? They're invested in your career development and making sure that you get off to a good start. And that started early, like sophomore year. So for me, that was important to make sure, you know, I graduated because I felt like I had a short period of time. My mom was paying for it on her dime. I I could not waste time, (laughs) you know, and, you know, just going through and not having a job after that wasn't an option for me. Um, And then, The other thing was that it was also close to family. So I have family in Jacksonville, an hour and a half away. Um, And at the time when my mom was working for Continental, there was a direct flight from Houston directly into Tallahassee. Oh, yeah. And if I didn't make that, then I could go directly from Houston to Jacksonville. Right. So I was, you know, so everything kind of fit together for me in that respect. Right. The program was good. I felt like it was a good fit. It wasn't too big. It wasn't too small out of the other colleges that I visited. And then it was easy to get back and forth because, you know, I was. I wanted to go far away from home, but um, it made it easier to kind of adjust knowing that I could get on a plane if I had an issue, go home, take care of whatever, you know what I mean? So that part for me, it wasn't purely just a cultural, um, you know, pro-black decision. Oh yeah, no. Trust me, so, I know. I know. I, I know. Well, it wasn't I know a, you know that. I'm I just know it wasn't a power I mean, fist a, in the air type a, situation. There could be an assumption, right? Yeah. That um, you know, you're trying to. You just, you know, HBCU for the sake of HBCU, Um, because there's a lot of schools that are out there that are good for you. But like I said, I was going for when I finish the school, I need to be able to work. (laughs) 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 I need a job. Right. right? And the paid internships during um, the summers. I was like, that's even better for me. Yeah, that's money. Because 
Um, my mom had one time to tell me I couldn't go somewhere when I was a <laughs> freshman. <laughs> and I realized she held the purse strings. I was like, oh, no. Mm-mm. Nope. So I was like, yeah, internships. That works for me during the summer. I have some cash. It's mine. She can't tell me what to do. <laughs> I get it. It just worked for me. I get it. You know that. You so, know that worked for me. Exactly. So exactly. I was all over the place in exactly. our school. So. Exactly. Yep. All right. That was good. Yep. All right. So last one real quick. Uh, What concessions slash changes have you kept or have kept your relationship strong? Mm. So some examples from the group uh, that were that were talking about this one was uh, learn to use dryer sheets. (laughs) It says uh, I am more vigilant about turning off lights when leaving rooms. Nice. Uh, the introverted uh, significant other goes to occasional social functions. Um, and then the other spouse knows not to over schedule or drag that spouse to all nice. uh, the activities. So, yes, I've had to learn to do how to balance yeah. that as well, to not drag you to all the activities, <laughs> um, especially on one weekend. It could be only like one big social event on a weekend. Um, I've learned to. Uh, not worry about making the bed up, huh. or bug you to make up the bed. Like, but now we make up the bed. It it gets made up, but it's not like a. Oh yeah, it's not crisp it's hospital not corners. Every no, day. I mean it's not like a. Oh my god, I have to make the bed. Like it's not like that. It's yeah. like oh, okay, you get up and make the bed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But for a long time, we didn't make the bed up. That's not what I'm saying. Yes. Oh no, and no, I, no. I learned. No, no, no. I remember. It doesn't bother you. And why does it bother me? <laughs> yeah, I I remember. Why does this bother me again? <laughs> I remember the early marriage. How about marriage. we just let the bed? I remember early marriage and the whole bed making thing. I, yes. I remember that. Yes. Yeah. Um, I have to allow clutter and books in the bathroom. And there are less. There's less. There's clutter a lot less. And books in the bathroom. I agree. Not just about the the home moving process, no, so we had to take everything true. out. You're correct. But, but I before kept that, a very, you, you have, have skinny things down. Yeah. Good mm-hmm. job. We yeah. both conceded. Mm-hmm. We both made um, concessions in that area. I don't have any throw pillows anywhere in my whole entire house. That's They're true. in a bag downstairs. That's true. Every time we I don't even every bother. time we get a, a throw pillow <laughs> when we get a, a sheet set, it just I, stays, it stays in the it bag. Stays out of the thing. Yeah. Leave the decor. Mm-hmm. Right in the yeah. bag. Yeah, and then when I tried to put the throw pillows on the bed, mm-hmm. you were no. very, you were adamantly no. against the throw pillows being off. put on the bed. Mm-mm. Why are these pillows in here? Exactly, it's too much. Mm-hmm. It's too much. <laughs> um, what else? Can't think. Of um, let's see. So on the opposite of that, the example about the whole social thing, um, and like over, like not over scheduling. I've learned not to get frustrated by the schedule. You know, okay. so we we our weeks. I think there was a time when we literally oh, had yeah. something to do every evening. Yes, and then multiple on the, things on, on the, the weekend. Weekends. Correct. And the only day that was semi uh, chill was Sunday, and then that was you know as a as a former pastor, uh, Sunday is never chill. So the only reason why we didn't overschedule Sunday was because I had overscheduled Sunday with having to be at church early mm-hmm. and having to stay after church for right. various things and having to go back to mm-hmm. church for evening activities. Yep. And so I learned to, you know, the concession that I learned to make was not to get frustrated by that and just understand that those things happen for a season. 
because that's, that's exactly what happened. Like we yep. got super spun up, and mm-hmm. then the the whirlwind, at least in that area, died down. Correct. Um, and we survived it. Yes, we did. We we definitely we're still it. living. Yeah, we are still living. Uh, let's see yeah. what other concessions, changes. Um, well, I mean, like a simple one would be my video games. Um, you know, yeah, I had to big one. had to make a concession a there. One. You know, <laughs> no longer could the eight to twelve hour uh, binge fest of video games continue. Like it's just not a thing that you can do when you've got multiple kids and a wife that need to be taken care of and, you know, other adult responsibilities. <laughs> so you have to make sure that, you know, you put things in proper perspective. Fair enough. That doesn't mean that a occasional binge doesn't happen. That is true. But very rarely. And sometimes I just have to let you have a big TV. Right. You just get a bigger TV. One time. you want one. One time in. How long we've been married? What do you mean one time? Every other you TV. You always want a bigger TV. Every other TV that I've had it was a hand-me-down it's TV. It's still a bigger TV, though. But it was a hand-me-down. It was bigger. It didn't cost any money. It was money. bigger than the last one. I'm sorry. A free TV is a free TV. It is, but Podcast I'm saying listeners. So you don't need a bigger TV just because it's free. I mean, you know, I understand. Podcast listeners, a free TV, you're going to turn down a free TV just because it's okay. bigger? That That's bonkers. If your one you have is working fine, what do you need a bigger TV for? Because it's a free TV. Because it's bigger. That's why you want it. No, it's a free TV. And bigger. Yes, a free TV that's bigger. What's the problem? Exactly. I'm, I'm not. Fi- I'm. I'm the really. The point is. I'm really not finding the issue here. The wall space. I've can see. Just have, there, there have was, the bigger there was, TV. There's nothing here. there. Have have the bigger TV. I can't. I can't have a bigger TV. Nothing else will fit. No, you're <laughs> correct. You're out of wall space. I maxed and out. And we're the not spot. moving, so you can't get a bigger, uh, bigger, bigger well, TV. Well, and then the places we and were looking at. Didn't have Seriously, wall space for the priorities. TV. I'm like, how do you? How, first of all, how can you tell that number one and number two? We can figure out how to make it I work. I know that my TV oh my is gosh. not going <laughs> to fit in the house, and so, so, so you made the concession. I bought, actually bought, bought me a TV as a gift, and then we're going to move into a house where I can't put the TV. There was always room in the basement for most of the house. Oh, so now I got to go in the basement to watch my TV. <laughs> That's where the big TVs are. Not in this house. Well, that's because <laughs> there's wall space in this house. There was oh a wall space in the other ones we were looking at. Oh, I think we we're about to hit Dorito Land. Uh-huh. I agree. I don't think I can't think of any other concessions. I mean, we've made a lot of concessions. Like you think oh, of me- messy kitchen, you know, allowing the kitchen, kitchen. We allow the kitchen to be messy. It's we not do. messy anymore because now our kids are old enough to do dishes. Oh, but that's true. There was true. a time there where. Yeah. You know, dishes would get left behind until right. the next day. That is true. Where, you know, that was mm. not something that you would have wanted. That is correct. Um, you know, but as the kids got older and they were able to help out with chores, That's now right. we've got that, you know, mostly managed. Sure. It's summertime. Mm. They're going to try and derail that, you know. Yeah, well, summertime, they got time to do dishes, so. Mm. Well, that's true. So Good point. If it's not done when I, when I, um, when you go to bed, that's fine. But it better be done before I get home from work. Mm-hmm. You hear that, children? Oh, I already had. We already had that conversation oh, this afternoon. Very good. <laughs> I was like, nice. The summertime chores list is going to be coming out, that's so you right. got to make sure. That's right. That oh, you that's know, right. I got to get their list yeah, together remember, for tomorrow. And I was like, remember, I get home early because I go into work early. That's right. So Can't don't wait don't get o'clock. yourself don't get yourself caught up thinking that you could you have time until mommy gets home. Exactly. 
You're so nice. You tell them all that stuff. You're yeah, so nice. I, listen, I don't want You're them really to fail. You're really looking out. I don't want them to fail. <laughs> I really don't want them to fail because <laughs> it makes more work for me if they fail. <laughs> you are really looking out. Mm. So. Look at that. Mm-mm-mm. All right. Well, I think we're going to call it yeah. because I think, I think out of words. that's a good that's a good spot to end on. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you to everybody who's been listening. I know I've got a super long exit thing that I normally do, but I actually don't remember most of oh it. Oh, my goodness. So you can check us out uh, on our Web page, which is www.lifeinthecloudspod.com. You can hit us up on Facebook. Just search Life in the Clouds podcast. You can, um, yeah, like and subscribe to us on your podcast player of choice. So you've got Podomatic, you've got iTunes, and you've got Google Play, as well as Stitcher. And please leave five-star reviews. uh, And we promise to read them on air. And we also promise to record. Uh, if you give us some five star reviews, we're holding your episodes hostage for five star. Oh, reviews. my goodness. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You're funny. Mostly. All right. This has been Life in the Clouds with Carlton and Deidre. Have mm-hmm. a great night. See you later. Bye. Bye.